it was the Peabody Hotel, which is a really fancy white glove butler. Did you stay there? No, no, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. My second intro. Uh, Ash is back. I'm back. Again. Uh, back from the US. But this isn't the first time we've recorded the Ash US episode. Um we did we did a good almost two hours on it and uh yeah bit of a technical bit of, bit of a whoopsie wasn't there ed <laughs> what, what are you pointing this at me something happened an incident um regarding a charger and yeah, yeah. dropping like, out honestly it was, it was like weird weird crescendoed to this beautiful almost sexual climax of a podcast <laughs> where we were just i i think we were just about to talk about moonshine and mini golf oh and yes. yep. um and it died and we were like i oh, just it's lost yeah lost, lost the, forever lost the ether there was that little moment of hope i was like it might save but deep down i knew <laughs> <laughs> i knew it's like <laughs> please save it so it's like it's like, it's like simba's drive. dad when he falls you're like you might make it no he's yeah. ain't got a fucking chance <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. um so yeah Ash went. Ash went uh, stateside. I did around um, lots of different little places. So re- regale us. Right. So we got. Uh, come on, Nashville, Memphis, Austin, New Orleans, Atlanta, Gatlinburg, Lynchburg. So they're all the places. Can we just straight away talk about Gatlinburg? Because I'm not sure. Like you talk about it, and even when you were on the podcast before you went, you were talking about Gatlinburg like this amazing, great thing, and I'd never heard of it. And I don't I've, think I've anyone never, I've never heard of, heard of it. I'd only ever heard of it from a Johnny Cash song where he mentions is it in Gatlinburg, Kentucky? It's uh, God in America. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it's Georgia, Tennessee, Tennessee, Georgia kind of line. I think it's been a while now since I've been. I, I knew a few weeks ago, but now <laughs> it's completely gone. But yeah, no, uh, Gatlinburg was the best part of the trip. Cause so everywhere else on the trip, we've been going to like city after city, and it was just it was that. And I'm not really a city person anyway. I, oh, you're more what, of an what, outdoorsy what person, it, are you? What is no, it about I just cities? like it when there's not many people around. So you like a house where so, you're inside, and that's are you it. like yeah. a, you're like suburban. <laughs> yeah yeah i think so i don't i i hate busyness that's why before you know when i was asking you about london and i can't stand it it's the Mm. worst place but it's the same for like most cities but it was america so i was taking it with like a bit of a pinch of salt and then we finally get to like gatlinburg which is just hick town just it's beautiful like oh you can see it behind me but this is a bit of it is that it um, that's that's a bit from one of the walks we went on but uh, yeah, like you said, it's just all on unto- autumnal, and the roads are just dead windy. It was beautiful. It took like an hour just to drive into it, and then you get into this tiny little town. It's like a just a strip, and it is just for tourism, and it's amazing. It's, it's like, really like Main Street USA, like oh yeah, it's it haberdasheries and all that. Yeah, yeah stuff, all yeah. that kind of thing. Loads of like god shops. T-shirt You mean like Bible shops? God, God shops. They they sold more than Bibles, like mainly crucifixes <laughs> and depictions of Jesus. But um, we never is that, is, we never is went crucifixes in one. Is crucifixes the plural? Or is it is it crucifies? Crucify? No, that's the verb. 
It's got to be crucifixes, crucifixes. surely. Or just crucifix. Uh, did you bring your crucifix? Oh, no, I've got two of them. Well, bring your crucifixes. That's the weirdest conversation no, ever. <laughs> so they sold that, that crucifixes. Works, right? what, what else do they sell? I, I, didn't, I didn't go into a god shop, but like... I walked past them. You could have got, a, I secretly, could've got an I'm with Jesus t-shirt. I did want to go in and ask if they had a Jesus action figure. But, I secretly um, hoped that the God shops are just like the front of like a, a sex shop or something like with like meth, massive just like a or, meth, or meth, a meth yeah. ring. Well, I didn't see many people in those shops when I went there. They were just there and it just had probably too busy praying God and stuff on it. <laughs> so it was a bit. But that, but that was like the downside of it. Like, like all the goddy shops. Oh, and the oh my god! And it was, I'm I'm not painting it in a great light, but like they love, they love Trump out there like a lot. And all that like the t-shirts they've got, like just mainly you don't see people wearing them, but like you know, like you just see a shop window and it's just full of different types of t-shirt, and most of them are just like Trump 2022 or you miss me yet and it's just pictures of him and then we went into one shop and there's loads of like like almost like paintings done where trump is the center of all of them and one of them's like you know like easy rider like a really cool <laughs> with american flag flying off the back just cruising and it's trump with a woman on the back holding on to him and then there's like one probably his daughter of like <laughs> yeah like war and he's there as a soldier with his gun but just like like it's funny seeing it from our eyes, but then seeing it there for what it was meant for, like that's amazing. Like oh, they're serious about that, it. That like, that's my man. Look at him. Look at it. He's America. <laughs> so yeah, those little bits were semi uncomfortable. But he's like, oh, we just got to take it with a pinch of salt. Like we, it's yeah, I get it. It's like it's a caricature, and it's it, those t-shirts aren't meant to be taken seriously. But at the same time, it's like, this is the richest and most powerful country in the world. Like, is this really, is, know, this, I, is this the level we're going to be shooting for? I think those t-shirts were made sin sincerely for people. Like, that that's, it didn't seem like jokes. Well, okay. Did they have sleeves? Because this one. No. Oh. No sleeves. I would no, imagine a lot, a lot of the images you've described would be great on a vest or a tank top, <laughs> as they call it out there. Yeah. But a full, like a normal t-shirt, I... I yeah, that got my suspicions. That's serious when you put a little sleeve on it. <laughs> yeah, formal wear in yeah, the, yeah. In the, the American <laughs> South, I believe. But um, so what else does Gatlinburg have? It has everything. It had like everything. So in that case, what doesn't Gatlinburg have? Yeah, yeah. It's got like, so there's the Skylift, which is roughly where this is. So the Skylift is just, you know, like one of those ski lifts that takes you up a mountain. So we get on that to go right to the, very tippity top where that suspension bridge behind spans and it's the longest freestanding bridge <laughs> in yeah. the state or in america or in the world in in somewhere i took a picture so, of the plaque but i didn't i, I didn't so it's keep not it with me. it's not a suspension bridge it's suspended yeah i can see it's suspended between rope it's like a rope bridge but, but like cable have... oh so it will it'll wobble, and in the middle, there's a three meter section of just glass floor. So you have to walk over it, and like the whole time we were going there, Kate had been nervous about doing it because she was, she's, it's weird. She's not scared of heights. She just doesn't 
No, I guess it's heights you like. <laughs> so we, we get on the we get on the skylift that's taking us up, and I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Okay, I I managed to get one quick picture, but she's holding on and just looking dead serious, straight forward. It's got like white white knuckles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just going up, and she's like, talk to me. Talk to me about anything. Talk to me about anything right now, just to distract her from the lift. And I'm trying not to laugh, but it, it was just really, really good and funny. And like we make it there, we go and have a quick beer just for a bit more confidence before we go over the bridge because it's <laughs> like the thing good moves when you walk on something wobbly. Yeah, yeah. Well, ugh, she needed something, but once we got on there, I mean, it was terrifying for her. Like I, we had to. Uh, she had to do this thing where she was just looking straight forward. And I was like pretty much clutching her as we went across. And she seemed fine. And then get dead annoyed. And I was like, oh, we should stop here and get a quick photo. And she's like, hurry the fuck up, hurry the fuck up. And then, <laughs> then that devastating part of three meters of glass where you can just see straight down. I love that kind of shit. I really, I, I yeah, I, I think it's awesome, but... Kate had the opposite uh, kind of time with it. So, do you like? Have you seen any videos? I think they're normally in like China or something of those like glass things, and yeah, it yeah. sort of has like video underneath it of it cracking. Yeah, yeah, I've that, seen that. Guessing, That's have hilarious. you seen these? No, it's like glass walkways, but then it's got some sort of screen underneath it, and then it like like an LED screen, like a TV yeah, or something, and then it projects like giant, gigantic cracks forming. And people don't know about this. Like it's a prank kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> you poor, you poor, should see how they move once poor, they see the cracks. Just freak and out. Like, it's so good. <laughs> it's horrible, you can do. but like, yeah. You just act as if the floor was breaking around you, I guess. But it is very funny to just watch it from home. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, I digress. So yeah, it was really, really beautiful. And then you get into the town. It's just like one big strip. And they've got they've got crazy golf. They've got uh, cars of Hollywood, so all the Hollywood movie cars. They've got uh, something's Believe It or Not. I forget what it is, but it's just like weird bits and bobs. Is it Ripley's? Ripley's Believe It or Not. I've heard of Ripley's. I've heard of it. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah, it's... It's, it's like tricks. I don't think it's that. We never went in, but uh, but yeah. It's, so where did you go into? Did you go into the car thing? No, we was going to, but we were saving it to the last day. And because we walked past it nearly every single day and it's kind of open. It's like, I've seen most of these. It's just the key ones we didn't see. Did you go into the mini golf? Yes. Right. Right. So (laughs) the mini golf we went to was mini golf and mirror maze. So so there's more than one mini golf. Yeah. And I'm sad to say I only went to one. I think the one I was talking up before, the multi-level one was a different one. Right. Because this one, as well done out as it was, because it was it was all like, you know, black light and everything was just kind of glowing, so it looked cool. But the the holes were just basic; they were just maybe a bend, and you just got a. So that was a bit shit. And I was like, this was not what was sold to me. But then we went into the mirror maze next door straight after. Oh, so it's not the same thing. You don't oh no, you don't get the mirror maze. No, oh. no, it's far too uh, dangerous. <laughs> But that that was that was really good because I I don't they had like kind of columns with the mirrors so everywhere just looked exactly the same and it was just it was a good bit of family fun. So what kind of tourist goes to Gatlinburg? Is it people that want to like go hike and then in the evening go to the mirror maze? 
Or is it people yeah. that go to the mirror maze? No, no. You gotta be a you gotta be a bit of a hiker kind of see the whole the whole time going down before we got there, I was Googling because we, we listened to this bloody podcast, um, Tooth and Claw, where they talk about animal attacks all the time. And then they'd gone on about in detail about bears and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they may have bears. And then I Googled it and it was like that it's black bears there. Like they've got two every square mile. It's they're they're there. Two You'll see every it. square mile. Yeah. It's two bears per square mile. I ch- That I, sounds I, like a lot. R- yeah, that's a lot of bears. <laughs> so that's what the Smokies are known for, the big black bears. So I'm getting terrified. Are black and I'm bears like, worse than brown bears? I thought black bears were uh, herbivores. Yeah, but they can. The, the whole thing AKA is. AKA pussies. They're never going to just, most of the time, go out of their way to attack you. You either startle them or you don't back off and you bring it on yourself. It's a load of things, but I, I just. Knowing that we were going to be walking. Well, like you have to act differently. Yeah, you, you can't run away. You've got to just basically stand your ground and like step backwards slowly and hope it doesn't come towards you yeah i I, yeah i get that Uh, how much how into the wilderness did you go though because i doubt you saw any well this is the thing i didn't know i didn't know what walks would be doing or what wilderness so the night before we actually do one i am adamant to kate i'm like first thing in the morning we're going and buying bear spray i am not going in those woods without bear spray She's like, all right, if you really... She wasn't bothered. She was more bothered about going up on that sky lift and freaking <laughs> out, but going into, like, bear-infested woods. She's like, eh, it'll probably be fine. I was like, probably is not what I want to deal with. Probably we won't see a bear, but if we fucking do, <laughs> I want to be... Anyway, we don't get any. We don't get any, and we just go for this walk. And the walk was pretty much paved most of, most of the way. Kids and old <laughs> elderly people, so I felt well, like yeah, a right... All packing. Yeah, that <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, they've all got guns. guns, but um, but no, yeah. So, yeah, just scared of bears. Didn't see a single bear the whole time. Did Did you feel like they were watching you? No, no. In the end, I was kind of open to see one, just so I could. I really wanted to rub it in Kev's face because I know he loves bears. So I was like, <laughs> "Guess who saw a bear, mate?" But no, nothing. We we stopped at one bit. There's like a trail you can do in the car, which is really cool. And you drive it about a mile an hour because you're just in a queue of cars and you all drive dead slowly through this lovely place and you can see animals and all that shit. Well, it sounds sounds like West Midland Safari Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe like that. But do they do they in West Midland Safari Park? Do they like stop and just try and take loads of photos instead of pulling into the designated pull-in sections to take photos? Because the reason it took so long is because some people just stop in the middle of the road fair enough we're not going quick but they just decide to stop and then get as many photos as they can what animals are they photographing or what are they photographing like there was deer lots of deer elk which again is a deer um there was other things wild turkeys i don't think people were photographing those though um and i think bears the main ticket item i think that's what people are out for and we uh, get to a certain point and then we're just driving. There's some cars parked up and this guy's just like pointing. And he's got his binoculars. So he's like, oh, fuck, pull in, ran over to him. And he's like, oh, I've just seen a bear. But it just went into there, like 
trees. And um, he was like, I managed to just catch a little video. So I saw a very blurry video of a bear. And that's the closest I got to uh, seeing one. Uh, so what else? What else in Gatlinburg? Gatlinburg. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Moonshine tour. Right. So this is where we, we, we lost last time. Um, so yeah, rock up and we did, uh, you can do like a standard one for so, like $10. So how, how big is this, is this complex? Like, and what, what's it look like? Can you say it was like the biggest in the world? Or it's like most, the visited, most visited, yeah, distillery in the world. But when I, when I picture this, I don't know what I, like, I have no preconception of what a distillery will look like because I've seen a distiller my Russian granddad had one in his, in his garage when we used to make vodka with him. <laughs> and I've seen pictures of what like a little Scottish story looks like. It's all quaint and everyone's really drunk. All the, I can't do a Scottish <laughs> accent. Uh, um, and it, it's like, it's like, it's like a little cottage. And then I guess there's a barn and they make whiskey in the barn. But presumably if this is the most visited distillery in the world and they make fucking loads of stuff, it must be a huge factory complex. No, no, no. But it's in Hicktown. So I assume it's just like, yeah, just take it, it all is rusted out and, no, it's like, not lumber. a very big warehouse to be like the biggest part is the shop like you walk in and it's like there's they have a live banjo band on all the time with a load of seats I think he's and an then, employee or is he working off oh, definitely uh, i reckon he's working for the shine like they, they're all on it there it's <laughs> it's it's their drug of choice but uh yeah so they have all these seats where you can sit and watch it and then you go into like the shop and the shop's got like loads of little booths everywhere and Behind each booth is the slackest jawed yokel you, you, you've ever seen. Dungarees, missing teeth, just the whole lot. And they are the bartenders. And they are, they're just at you, I think you pay $10 there and they'll do you a sampling of all the different kinds of moonshine they do. Well, we paid a bit more and went to the private one where you could go in the back and have a look at all the actual setup. And it's not, for to say it's the most visited, it's not huge. It's smaller than the Adventurous Warehouse. Uh, like half of that. Really? Really? Yeah. And that's tiny. These the the stills behind us, those three, they're the main three. And then they got like six big open vats. So they Well, where they're doing the mash. They're doing the yeah. mash, yeah. So they do all that, let it do, and then basically chuck it in that one, pipe it up dead art, then it trickles into the next one that way. Uh does this similar thing and then till the final one and then there's a little pipe that comes out and it drips out of there and that's your pure pure uncut moonshine and uh so the so guy what, who's what, telling us what's this, moonshine made out of is it corn it moonshine can be pretty much anything it could be potato it could be whatever moonshine just basically refers to the first the first drops out of that without ah, uh, it's the first still and it's moonshine i'm guessing is unaged so it's not putting barrels like, like no, a whiskey would be and then straight out and then bottled or just fermented or they're whatever like, they're like yeah they'll cut it down and then bottle it obviously like different places have different recipes and different ingredients but essentially it's you just yeah chuck it in a still and get the booze out of it then you, you you're laughing but um i've got a little moonshine fact for you i think i heard it in top gear so you probably know it <laughs> about um you look like you watch Top Gear. About um about NASCAR. You know about this? Go on. So you know Oh yeah yeah yeah. Do you know, know this Ed? No. So you know what NASCAR is? Yeah. So there's fancy cars that go around in a circle. Yeah. 
NASCAR started off by hillbillies modifying their car during Prohibition to outrun the cops. So they'd have all the moonshine in the back of their car. No way. And they'd try and get across like county lines or state lines. So they'd soup up these cars to outrun outrun the Rosers. Uh, and then when they made it legal again, alcohol, they started to race them on tracks. And that's when the origins of NASCAR. Oh, they could NASCAR have made is. such a more like interesting race instead of like, the, like a loop. Uh, well, you got to imagine yeah. you're half cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drinking yeah. the entire time. So you're always like, swerving, swerving between lines. Yeah, no, fair so what, what do they taste like? What was your favourite one? Oh, I think you mentioned yeah, the other yeah. favourite one. Oh, it's a shame no one heard it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we... Uh, like I say, we was doing that tour bit where we were seeing, and the guy who's actually given the tour is seems he's very funny, speaks his mind to the point where he doesn't mind if he offends anyone; he just doesn't care, and he's half his eye closed. His his eye is half closed, in the kind of way where you look at someone and you think it's either oh they've got like a they've got an eye problem, but then he kept opening it and it go back to normal <laughs> for a while, so he was just hammered and then he told us later on that he'd been drinking since what is it like four o'clock in the morning and that's just a usual kind of they just keep like i get it's beyond me anyway and he was telling me about this very certain part of the uh the still setup and so you got one barrel two barrel three barrel and out of that you've got a a pipe that comes out which drips out the booze now, when he was telling us, he was like, uh, this has got a very interesting name. He's like, it's a coon pecker. And I was like, fuck. Like, just thinking, like, uh, like, Kate didn't hear anything. But I was like, oh, God. And then we're surrounded by some more, like, right-wing Americans. And I was just like, oh, God, is this about to turn? And he's like, I don't know whose idea it was to take a cast of a raccoon's penis and put it on the end. But it works perfectly. Basically... The, the old pipe that they used, it would the drip would run back up and they'd lose some. So a raccoon's penis actually has a hook on it, which allowed them to collect every single bit. So a raccoon's penis, not what I thought he was on about being really <laughs> racist. So, I, But I no one else reacted, so I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is this about to turn fucking... <laughs> Banjo-y and, and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was like a nice little relief. <laughs> but a real raccoon's penis. Yeah, raccoons have got penises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they've like... got penis bones. <laughs> so because, they, because they would use and... that, they wouldn't like create something out of, like, I don't know, metal. You'd, like, probably, car- you'd yeah. probably cast it now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think they casted yeah. it then, me and, yeah. me and Kev, no. <laughs> What's about me and to Kev... come out of your mouth? <laughs> met a guy in Peru, American bloke, doing an event we were working on who used to, he had loads of raccoon penis, penis bones at home, and he silver dipped them. Uh, so they were like silver plated raccoon penis bones. Uh, and apparent, apparently they made really like ergonomically well-shaped Coke spoons <laughs> for doing like little, little bumps. What, uh, what did the moonshine actually taste of? Right. It was rocket fuel. Like they did. So we got, what percentage was it, would you reckon? This was 140 proof, and that's how it comes so out. 70%, 70%. Is that what that is? I think proof is just like you halve it, and that's what it is, percentage. 70%? Oh. Yeah, that's all right. So, yeah, that 
I'm either getting that wrong or right, but let's just say I'm right. So that was Blue Lightning, that stuff. It was just, and you start with that one. It's it, like it's like petrol thinners. It's like, you know, yeah, it's it's horrible. It's fucking disgusting. But can you taste so How it? much of it do you have? You don't, it tastes burning. It's just. So there's no like flavor or anything because some stuff is gross, but there's flavor. Like you can taste a. You're playing us a little tune. <laughs> you can like taste the, the gross flavor, but no, it was, it was like paint thinners. That, that's all I can describe it as that strong burning, just I quite like the smell of terps. To oh, be well, honest. You, might like, have, you might have liked it then, to be honest. I think I probably would. But that was the first one that was horrible, and then they worked down, and as they went down, it was like more delicious and great. But yeah, there was like loads that are just really high percent. But once you start with the nuclear one. You can really appreciate every one that comes after it, which is really good. But my favorite was the uh, uh, the pecan flavored, and it's like milky as well. They mix it with milk and stuff. I think I remember you, you mentioning it, like a bit like Bailey's. Yeah, a bit like Bailey's, but way better. And we we was trying to save it for Christmas, but we've already opened it, and there's not a lot left. And the the so they come in the jars. And then you can also buy a lid that goes onto the jar that has got one of those professional drink pourers. Mm. So we bought one of those. So now it's currently just sat there in the fridge and every, every evening we're just having a little little tipple. So you just have it like that? You don't mix it yeah, with yeah, anything? Have it, have it no, I, just some ice and just that. And Would it be nice lovely. in a coffee? Yeah, we did that as well. Oh, we've tried that chocolate. when we was out there. Yeah, hot chocolate would be lovely. Coffee's great. No milk, just use that as your milk. We're looking for sponsorship. So, Moonshine Factory in Gatlinburg. What was the best meal you had in the US? I don't, I don't mean in terms of quantity. Well, it oh, could be quantity, could be quality. Best meal. Uh, it was definitely in New Orleans, and it was between, um, it was between gumbo, which is like a stewy soup with seafoody element, but it was just. It's one of the things that you tasted and then immediately it was like, oh my God. And you just wanted to, it was that. And then just before we left New Orleans, we was having like a quiet night and was like, let's just, let's go away from all the craziness and just go and get like a pizza. So we went to this place, Q's Pizza, and they brought it out and it's probably one of the best pizzas I've ever eaten in my life. It was like, the toppings were just, Big and chunky, and the whole thing was covered in like roasted garlic cloves. I mean, but not fucking around. I mean, there must have been about fifteen on each pizza, and that just changes the game. Like that, ah. So yeah, but the cloves were like full cloves. Yeah, full full roasted cloves, soft and gooey, and just ugh. yeah. Next time you have a pizza, roast some garlic. Tell me about it. And get get some mouthwash as well for like a week. Nah, nah, it's fine. Just get over it. I make a mean gumbo. Yeah? Yeah, boy. Oh, you should make me some then. All right, come around. Come I, around. I literally you... went there for so... gumbo and... And... Go on, what's the other one? Gumbo and... The rice one? Yeah. Jambalaya. Jambalaya. Didn't realise it was a rice one. I just thought it was, again, another cool soup thing. And it's just fucking fried rice. And I was so disappointed. Uh, it was... It was crap. I've been waiting my entire life for this. And it was shit. I ate it all, but it's because I was hungry. But it was 
that was the biggest disappointment. That and a po' boy I had, which were apparently supposed to be great sandwiches. They're not. They're just fucking sandwiches. And catfish. I had catfish in it. And it's all right. I, I thought, I don't know. For some reason in my head, I was like, I'm going to go to this place and eat all these foods that I've heard of for years. And it's just going to be amazing. And everything's going to be great. And the and the pizza was one of the best bits about it. <laughs> so kind of a little bit soul crushing on, on that on that front, unfortunately. What about the rest of New Orleans? Oh, New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. So we got to like, the first day in New Orleans, we'd um, we'd just driven for eight hours from Austin to get there. So it was like, oh, we parked up, checked into the hotel, and was like, right, let's just go out. And it's Bourbon Street is the main strip there. So yeah, we went went straight out after that long ass drive, and it was just the most overwhelming sensory and just everything like the people everywhere everyone was weird there was music coming out of everything and just to rock up there and then be like oh god that's when we had the uh jambalaya so it kind of ruined that night for me but i actually got um i got hustled on the streets of new orleans um so me and kate uh walking i think it was the day we took this photo and we we're just walking around these streets looking at all the nice buildings and I'm wearing my Converse at the time, and uh, we're just crossing the road. This, this... is pre, pre-purchase for your spunky no, cowboy boots. I, I had the cowboy boots. Yet, but... I have, I, I had them, but I wasn't wearing them. The, uh, and Do the you regret that now? Do you think you would have been not singled out? I, w- I wouldn't have been hustled, but it was worth the hustle. Um, we uh, basically just crossed the road, and this like elderly black gentleman on a tricycle just right slows down as we're going past and he's like oh those shoes i know those shoes got the star on the side that double stitched i can tell you exactly where you got those shoes and i was like okay so he comes he comes <laughs> he comes over and he's like now i'm going to tell you exactly where you got them shoes and i was i felt a little bit bad i was like look mate i'm from england so like <laughs> it's good good, luck. yeah it's, it's gonna be a bit sketchy and he's like now if i tell you where you got your shoes you gotta give me twenty dollars if i if i get it wrong i'll give you twenty dollars does that sound fair i was like okay and he's like <laughs> he's like you got them on your feet <laughs> you got your shirt on your back you got your pants on your ass shoes are on your feet and i was just like oh, i just seemed to I was like, okay, fair enough. And the, I only had $3 in my pocket, so that $20 wasn't happening. But I pulled the, um, he's like, oh, you got to give me something. So I was like, oh, it's $3. This entire time, Kate's, I am terrible when we're going away because anyone who talks to me in the street, I'll just stop and talk to. <laughs> and all they want is money. So I end up, this, I end up just giving away all of my fucking money. So Kate, we had a great system of we take out a little bit of money for me and we use the credit card for everything else. So we can use it for little purchases, but we stopped getting money out for me because I just gave it to anyone who asked for it, basically. So, so yeah, so essentially, um, <laughs> yeah, he took my last $3, but I thought, I, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was pretty, pretty funny. And like later on, on that same walk, as we was getting a little further down, another, 
another black dude like goes, oh man, I know, I, I can tell you where you got those shoes. And I was just like, I got them on my feet. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like that was the coolest thing I've ever done. <laughs> what if he was like, uh, Foot Locker, Cribs Causeway, Bristol, you'd be like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was so confident going in because I was like, these were a gift. So I don't even know where they're from. So there's not a fucking Scooby-Doo, you know. I was like, this is such a silly, I've made $20. So, like sweetheart watch how clever i am <laughs> and yeah yeah skanked me for the last of it so uh yeah so now you guys know sweet i can't well i hope never to be tricked about my shoes oh well you, you won't so what, what else what else did you get up to in new orleans we went on a we went on a steamboat tour well, up, down, up the Mississippi, down, down the Mississippi, or up. Down or up. Well, both. We came one way and then <laughs> came back. So up and down the Mississippi. Uh, that was cool. I mean, it wasn't steam. It was like one of but oh, paddle, boat. paddle boats. Did it have a casino on there? No, but this, that exact boat used to be a casino boat, but then they repurposed it for just tours. Would have been way more fun if we could have gambled. But yeah. So what did you do on the boat? You just went up and down and looked. Did you see any, see any gators? They have alligators in Georgia, in I think uh, there's New Orleans. I'm guessing there is, but no, I didn't. No, no gators, no gators. But we, uh, yeah, went up and down. Got we actually did get pissed on the boat because, like you say, you're on a boat and it's like, well, we're we just gonna sit here and look at the scenery. I mean, we were going past. It was kind of. It wasn't like super fun. You were going past like old industrial oh nice like, bits nice. and like, there was a sugar factory. And it's like, well, we need something to make this a little more fun. So yeah, we did did get a couple of uh oh, go on. Bloody Marys. We got really into Bloody Marys over there for some reason. Love them now. Just... They cheaper there or No, no, no. God no, they're super expensive. Do you Everything like blo- was. Do you like Bloody Marys? Yeah, I think it's all right. It's not bad. I not fast. I despise them. Yeah? Yeah. I get it. Tomato juice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... Well, if I wanted tomato juice, I'd have fucking soup. What <laughs> <laughs> about Bloody Mary with Clamato juice? Well, exactly. <laughs> like, what? Have you heard about this? No. Clamato juice. No. Anyway, it's exactly what you expect. Clam and tomato. Oh. Apparently, it's Canada's national cocktail. Bloody Mary cocktail? with Clamato drink. I know. Oh. No. I'd try it straight away. Nah, of clams. Ugh. Maybe not at like 10 a.m. on a boat in Italy, but you know. <laughs> I like, couldn't have it ever. I think I'd, like I think 11 I'd vomit. 11 p.m. In, in a bar. If you'd in, have one at 11 p.m., you'd be like, oh, I'm just going to top off this night with a fucking alcoholic clam beverage. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> If I'm in the Yukon, lost in the middle of nowhere, there's just this little... The only time it's acceptable would be if you were having a bowl of tomato and clam soup and you spilt some v- some vodka in it. And you're like, well, I'm not going to waste it, am I? <laughs> Is that a thing on its own? Tomato and clam soup? I don't know. Bisque or Must whatever. Be. If you have like a, a nice bisque and you spill your brandy in it, yeah. <laughs> stir it round, pick out the bowl. Yeah, no, that's that just sounds all sorts of wrong, to be honest. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When, when we... There's a lot of regular-sized Americans, but when you see like a big one, it's it so, is something else. else. Like <laughs> it's like a safari, so big. Like I and I like giggling. Like how is that physically possible? They're walking around a lot on scooters straight away. No, I, the only ones I saw walked, but not for very long distances. So from the car park to was, the shop, there was one guy in the hotel that we were staying in, and he was walking to his table to get breakfast. And I couldn't believe it. Like the amount of mass on the back of his head and neck. Well, there's something there's something special about about neck rolls. Like they're just they're just glorious to look at. I I, I was was I it couldn't just stop one staring. Big roll? He looked like a no, thumb. No, it doesn't. It like it wrinkles. It separates almost. out into like little tires. But it, they were like cause so like he was definitely a thumb because the smallest part of his head was the top. And then it just like came out pyramid style, joined his big, I don't know, they have like a shelf of fat along their shoulders. It was just amazing. And I really <laughs> wanted to draw him, but we had to we had to go and do stuff that day. But <laughs> is, it like, is it like Patrick from Spongebob? That's exactly yeah. how I'm picturing it. <laughs> yeah. I could have fit inside the, the guy's body like six times. There could have been six of me in there easily. It, it's so fucking So he huge. was tall as well? I guess probably about six foot, but as wide six as foot, tall. Yeah. Like, six foot wide, six foot tall. Yeah, if he fell, he'd just keep rolling. Like, <laughs> but yeah, and there was another one in oh, fucking hell, Knoxville, and again, it's like a family of them. <laughs> like you see obesity here quite a lot, but I think U.S. obesity is like another. It's a different it's a, kind it's of a different obesity. league, isn't it? I think in America they don't walk. Like we walk to places still. So that's, I guess that makes a difference. Yeah, that's a good point. Therefore, like the, the fat is stored in legs, whereas for us that's the only bit that kind of like burns the the fat still. Now I will say the two fat people I saw both were walking. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but it wait, far, what, what kind but... of setting were you in? Like I'm talking like walking to a shop. Yeah, one was out on the street, so oh. they were out and about. That was the family one. And then, like I said, the the other guy was just walking to the buffet and didn't even go up to the buffet. Sent his wife or mother. Couldn't really tell who it would have been. <laughs> In the last episode, which sadly we'll never see the day of light, uh, I remember you mentioning something about animals, specifically ducks. And I think that's something you have to... Is it ducks? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it duck, was ducks. Yeah, the duck parade. And that's oh, something you have to. That was Memphis. It was the Peabody Hotel, which is a really fancy white glove butler. Did you stay there? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. No. For the last, what is it now, sixty-five to seventy years, twice a day. You you can go there to witness the March of the Ducks. So I didn't know much about it. Kate had heard from a friend that they do this. So she wanted to go see it. And essentially, at five, no, 11 o'clock every morning, the Duck Master, who is one of the butlers, but just the Master of Ducks. Does he have any special uniform? Does he have like a brooch? He has a cane with a duck's head oh, on it. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I think, I'm sure, he, no, he wasn't wearing a hat, but... Do you think he's got a tattoo of a duck on him? Probably, probably. If I was Where would you master of ducks, I'd probably get like something. Where? Even just like a little foot web, a webbed foot. Oh, I like that. Somewhere. Just just there. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so he comes on, tells everyone the history of what happened and essentially... Years and years ago, the general manager there went out with someone else and they got really pissed up and they were hunting or something like that, but they managed to catch like three ducks. And there was like, you know, it'll be fun. It will just take these ducks back. And in, in, in the lobby of the Peabody Hotel, there's a, there's a beautiful fountain. And there's like, oh, it'd be really funny. Let's put the ducks in the fountain, go to bed. That's what they did. And then next morning, they're like, oh, there's probably going to be havoc going on everywhere because let those ducks loose in here. And to their surprise, the ducks were still just there in the fountain. So at that particular time, they'd just taken on a new member of staff who used to work for the circus training animals. And he basically put this pitch together saying, look, I will swap these ducks out because these are rubbish ducks, but I'll get some <laughs> good ducks, um, five of them, and I will train them to walk from their palace. They have their own little duck palace on the roof of the Peabody so, Hotel. So he had to ask them to build, a palace. build a, palace a palace as well. Yeah, <laughs> none of he did all the groundwork. So march them from their palace to the lift, lift down to the lobby, red carpet rolled out, and then the ducks come into the pond, pond fountain stay there all day until five o'clock in the evening where the same thing happens in reverse they'll just march them back up to the elevator to the and and that is it you, will, you have to you, pay for it no 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 you don't they play any music no i think they left the music because apparently everyone had to be sat down no one could be stood up startled and, they, them or and like sound, yeah i think it's a sign so. of respect in the duck world but there was like <laughs> It was like an enforcer. So the main guy was the duck, the duck master, and he's charismatic and getting everyone involved. He's like, oh yeah, this and that. But there was a secret bald old enforcer going around, and like for instance, like when they was just about to get the ducks out, this old guy just decided that he's just going to walk in front of everyone and stand so he could get a good view. This enforcer is there before he even makes it to like the red carpet. He just grabs him, turns him, walks him straight out. I was like, that must be the coolest job. Like, <laughs> the duck man must have a great job just talking about ducks and walking them to and from a fountain. But the enforcer for the duck man 
I did well. Yeah, that was the best bit for me because, as you can imagine, the actual thing itself it's quite underwhelming was five ducks <laughs> going into a fountain, and that was it. And you could get your picture taken with them if you wanted. But what do you have to like pose next to them, or is it like a no, setup? No, it's like a so the rules were really you know sit down, don't move until the ducks are in there. So once the ducks like got in there, it was like a flash mob just to get a picture with these five fucking ducks what's that what color just regular ducks yeah yeah english mallard nice i believe one male four females lucky guy Mm. doing it right living in a palace have you ever seen a duck's penis yes clearly yeah corkscrew corkscrew, yeah i've got i've got that that t-shirt that you drew you get the t-shirt i've got a t-shirt Oh. oh, that T-shirt of the duck is that? Yeah, with you the, make yeah, that? that's ashes. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, you wear that for like fifty percent of episodes. Uh, so I've got, I've got a duck one, and I've got lots of goose. Oh, yeah, it's I also true. Have, yeah. They're unrelated to you. Oh, right. I have okay. a lot of goose T-shirts. Oh, right. It's a personal. But you've person. actually got the one of the yeah, image yeah, from the yeah. book. Oh, I never got a T-shirt. Of I, I bought it. Oh, <laughs> right. I oh. paid for it. Yeah. Did you get like royalty, like fees? <laughs> no, this is something I did when I have a conversation with Kev. <laughs> well, I'm happy to I negotiate. I've seen a penny, these. yeah. <laughs> how much, how many royalties do you want? 60%, 70%? Anything would be nice. I'm not going to pressure him. I'm sure he'll see this and then get the message that, you know. Because whenever <laughs> he I has ask sold him a million, so. how, how the book sales are going, every time he's like, yeah, we've just broke even. <laughs> For the last two years, we've just broke even. I was like, swear we've sold more. He's like, nope, just just over the line. <laughs> so I'm either being hustled by Kev or it's a good keep book. spending the money. Go, go and buy, what is it called again? Uh, Not So Fluffy. Not, fluffy, Not yeah. So Fluffy. It's on Amazon, I think. Yeah, 69 of the grossest and weirdest animal facts out there. With great drawings. <laughs> Pretty good drawings. Yeah. So if you hate animals and you love kiddie drawings, it's the book for you. And you want to help I, Ash also, get his if you, drawings. If you, if you hate kiddie drawings and love animals, it also is the book for you. So it's oh, really a book go. for everyone. Yeah, yeah just reach fifty percent of pages. That's it. Perfect. Burn the rest. <laughs> what was we haven't spoken about Texas at all, um, and Texas fascinates me as a place. Um, Texas is like, freaky on the way in. Because um, more so than any other place that we drive to, they've got loads of billboards, and they are—they're the bad billboards where it's—it's it's either God or abortion, <laughs> and like they have a really huge fetus just on uh, blown right up, and it just said, "Please don't kill me, mommy." Nice. And then obviously all the all the fun God ones like prepare to meet your maker. And shit like that. It's fun. It's like a nice little reminder that it's like, oh, people actually really believe in who, that who stuff. Benefit, I mean, it's, apart from politicians, who benefits from abortion bill, like anti-abortion billboards? Fetuses. Yeah, I, I, I doubt the feed <laughs> and, lobby. And, and I, lobby. I imagine advertise like advertising board companies. Yeah, but someone has to pay for those. Yeah, exactly. So they so bend, weird, so it's not going to be a fetus like splashing. Like, oh, no. it's like conservative. Yeah, religious, it'll be some political pacts and. So it's political. It's maybe. got God squaddy stuff. It'll be know? pro-life as well, isn't it? Hmm. Is it pro-life? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah pro-life, pro-choice. Yeah, they they want the fetus to live, not the mum. Yeah, they they don't they don't want to provide any healthcare or social support to said fetus no. once it's alive. They don't care yeah. about its quality of life; just that it lives. Fucking ten out of ten. Oh, this took a real serious turn. Uh, I, get, I, get, <laughs> I get fired up about of AIDS. I'm, I'm, I'm very pro-choice. Yeah? Yeah, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it was just weird driving in. But once, once you're there, it was, it, was, it, was, it was hot as fuck. Like sweltering, but I guess Texas, isn't it? But um, yeah, it was cool. We saw the, the Capitol building. And went in there, and that was pretty cool. They basically, so it's got like a dome, so it's a bit like, it, yeah, that's there are the loads, one. loads of them. Like it looks like a massive, like it looks a bit much. It, oh, it is. It's so decadent inside. I fucking loved it. Like I was purely from a crafts kind of point of view. The Just attention the to detail in things like, like in the bathroom, you like, know, the the doors <laughs> themselves. You open the door, the handles were amazing the receiver for the lock was all patterned and then the hinges themselves would literally give the name of the building and the name of the room you were entering oh, but what? really so well done and you only you'd only see it if you were walking behind someone who's opened the door so it's like there's loads of really cool over the top details that i really liked but in that uh the dome like all the way around they've got every Every mayor of Austin, is that right, mayor or governor? I think it's the governor. And they go around in a big circle. So the most recent one's right at the bottom, and they go all the way who's, around. Uh, but who's the current one? Uh, current guy hasn't got his uh, one up there yet because you have to be out of office, I think, right. and then they do you one. But that when that day comes, so they'll paint you, and then they hang you. But what they do is... Because it P goes portrait. in order. <laughs> the portrait. <laughs> goes in order all the way up. And there's like five floors all the way up. So they put yours up, move the one that was there over one. So they take all of them down to move them over one. Sounds like the stupidest way of doing that. Oh, yeah. Could and you know how to put some sort of pulley system in? Or just put it on I the other I side. I wasn't going to just... tell them how to do their job. I just, I just found that. Alert. I was like, that would take ages just to take everyone down move everyone over and then and they would run out of space at the top as well they only right. had a What's enough for like five what? more I, I, long term no. plan just lift the whole building up or lift the dome up uh well actually they've they've buried they've buried they've <laughs> dug below so they've now got this huge basement new thing putting under a, it putting a pool in yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> So just room for extra portraits, but yeah, that was it was it was cool. I mean, I'm not really into politics or like government buildings, but as far as it went, it was actually pretty cool. They had really cool lights in the room, and then when you like kind of focused on it, they were just spelling out Texas, which was again pretty cool, <laughs> pretty American. Well, yeah. um, what was the food like in Texas? Steak meaty, I imagine. You would have thought, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't all that and a bag of potato chips. To be honest, um, I was expecting stupid portions. That's what I'd heard. Like, oh, the portions are way too big, and it. And I was like, perfect. If we don't eat all, that's food for tomorrow. We can save a bit of fucking money. They weren't. It was just. It's so. Uh, it's so vanilla latte fucking. 
soft serve. It is it, it, like nothing. It was no massive portions. Maybe it's just where I went, but it was just like it was disappointing. <laughs> I think the massive portions are mainly like fast food places, though. Like, did you go to a Mackey's, for example? No, never went to a McDonald's the entire time. I would like to just see it. Like, because I remember talking in the uh, America episode about the cinema I went to and they had like a litre, like, you know, there's normal drinks you've got, like yeah, yeah, yeah. normal cups with the straw for a litre. And that's like the large in, in Mackey's or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. It's, yeah, the, the cup sizes over there are ridiculous. Especially 7-Eleven as well, like, uh, is that where they do the big gulp? Oh yeah, I've heard about big What's gulps. A big gulp. Well, it's, it's essentially a big gulp. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like having a two-liter bottle with a straw in it. But how do you even carry? Do you need your hands oh. to carry it? No, two liters. Oh no, actually no, two liters big is fine. Gulp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Nashville. First place we went was our first kind of mission. Is, is Nashville known for cow cowboying? Yeah, that's that's cowboy town. Is it? Yeah, it doesn't really. Stri- I don't know. Nash- I don't know where it country, is. Really. Country it's western, like, like, you know. Proper music. I thought. Kinda. I thought cowboy would have been like Texas. They have them there too, but they have like boot boot stockists. Oh yeah, the the biggest, the biggest and the mostest. Actually, they had them all over the place. So, but Nashville was where we went for ours, and we. I, did you? All right, I. They are very pretty. Thank you. Um. I'm not, I'm not sure. If they, I'm not I sure. can see you not wanting to ask the question you want to ask. I'm not sure if they suit your ensemble today, um, but do people actually wear them? Yes. Like you're walking down the street. Let's say you pop in, pop into the shop. You want to get like, I don't know, two liter. Uh, pick up, pick up today's edition of the Guardian, <laughs> and yeah. and a Kit Kat, and you see like matey boy. In his cowboy boots, just walking you, in. You do. But I got paranoid about this. So the way I'm wearing them now with my jeans inside, I never saw one bloke wear them like that. They always have their jeans over the outside of them. So you only see the bottom of the boot, basically. So they have like really like baggy jeans. Yeah. I, I, yeah, boot cut. Yeah, boot cut ones. <laughs> there you go. But <laughs> ladies would always have the whole thing out. So I wore it the ladies way, but I don't have any trousers big enough. To, to hide them so I was just like could, oh. you, could you not got some like frills <laughs> turn them into flares I could, no no I was about to waste my uh, only <laughs> pair of jeans out there on flares but uh, yeah so boots belts oh yeah you've got belts as well yeah which is you know I'm sure you could pick up off of a fucking car boot but it was special because we got it there <laughs> Do you get any other stuff from that shop? Or were you tempted to get like a fedora or... I really wanted a cowboy hat. A bullwhip. Yes, that's what I said. Oh, is that that a fedora? Fedora, yeah, I think it's... Is that a cowboy hat? A fedora. It's like a... Is it? I thought that was something else. No, sorry, I think it is something else. My mistake. Yeah, cowboy hat. Yeah. Stetson. Yeah. Yeah. I really did want one and I weirdly suited them as well. Uh, Was it it looked weird or strangely... (laughs) No, strangely it looked good on me and... But they were like... Cheapest one I could find was two hundred dollars. What? I was like, it's great, but like I'm not gonna wear this back at home. Like there's not a like here in America, yeah, every day, yeehaw. But it's like I'm not gonna go back home. Thing is go back to working in bathrooms and with me cowboy fucking out. (laughs) The thing is though, like even if you even if you move to the States, 
you with that accent walking around saying yeehaw people, <laughs> people would think you're a fucking bellend <laughs> so i think you can get away with it in the uk and people would be like oh it's just this little thing he likes country and western yeah whereas if you did it in up. america they'd be like oh, coming over here <laughs> taking our cowboy yeah. jobs yeah <laughs> i wouldn't want a cowboy job that sounds awful i just heard it shit it should be easy yeah, castrating bulls, you know, yeah. whatever. Riding horses, it's just, just like ah. Uh, nowadays, they just use their like massive trucks, probably. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Can you ride horses? I've ridden a horse, but I didn't enjoy it. All right, donkeys on beaches aside. So I've been to Western, been on the donkey rides in Western. What? You can like Western Supermet? Yeah, they have donkey rides. They used to anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you most go, seaside get, towns yeah, like donkey rides get yeah. on a donkey and some bloke what? leads you down the beach and leads you back up the beach is that oh. for kids you mean like not for I think uh, adults yeah, like. I think it depends how, <laughs> depends how big you are I've never seen oh that. it's I mean it's cruel it's a staple but um it, yeah, it's a staple of the UK oh I didn't know that I don't nothing to Summer t- well they, they don't get them out now because it's a bit chilly for the poor little donkeys <laughs> but come May get down western yeah, they'll be there. I think horses are useless because if you ever look at a horse in the field Chances are, like 99% of the time, it just will be like stood there staring and doing nothing. Could say the same about cows, though, couldn't you? Yeah. No, they, they're grazing, they're like, eating and stuff. Yeah, but oh, so are horses. Not all the time, though. Yeah, but next time you see a horse. Cows. But cows didn't like maybe, okay, that maybe they're not eating, then they're relaxing, just lying there, sleeping. <laughs> what do you, what Have you, you think, seen a horse? What do you think horses do? They sleep standing up. I've. That's not always true. That's not, and also, <laughs> that's not always true, but. Most of the time, they sleep standing up. How many horses have you seen? I don't know. I drive past them sometimes. There's some in Bristol. I think you have a very warped idea of a horse's life. <laughs> Next time you see a horse, if it's not just stood there looking straight without like doing anything, send me a picture. So, outside my mum's house, North Gower, there are wild horses. Oh, but wild horses are different. Because they've got a brain or something. They, they've got like stuff to <laughs> well, do, I suppose. <laughs> so you're saying that the domesticated horses become somehow lazy? Yeah, because they've or got... Or stupid. Yeah. <laughs> or stupid, I don't know. Idle. But wait, those horses, they just like run around the, the North Mar- Gower. The marsh, yeah. They, they graze wild on the marsh. Really? I didn't know that existed in the UK. Yeah. Cool. When the tide comes in, they have to... Some of them get washed away, unfortunately. It doesn't happen. <laughs> Probably yeah. because they just stood there. Yeah, well, waiting no, for things it to are, happen. The things are like they, they go <laughs> they go they go to the high away. they go to the higher part of the marsh and they just stand because they well <laughs> no, they and, just and, stand. And I'll explain why. I'll, I'll explain why. So a marsh, loads of channels, and you find the highest spot. You just let the tide come up, and like, what are you going to do? You can start walking around when you can't see the bottom, and there's massive gullies like six foot deep. Well, you walk the other direction. Yeah, but you can't. You're, you're you can't, literally a free Ed, horse. <laughs> have you ever been to a tidal estuary? Yeah. Do you know how quickly the tide comes in? Yeah, but once it's in, it's in. Yeah, but what if you're out there when it's in? You have to find the bit where you know you're not going to drown and stand there until it goes out again. Yeah, but in that time, you can just go the other way. Yeah, but you can't because the water's gone past you and you have to wait for the water to come back past oh, you. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah. Well, in that case, I don't know. Have a nap. Lie down. No, you can't lie down because you're in water. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you put yourself in that predicament in the first place. Is it also dark when you do this? It can be. 
then you know that, that's danger. Oh my god! <laughs> what other animals are boring? <laughs> oh god! I don't know. You could argue that a koala is boring, but it's cute. So a horse is not cute. Tell that to. Oh god! It's, it can be majestic. What's, what's the guy? What's cute. the what's the leader of Turkmenistan called? Uh, Gurban Guli Bergi Makamadov. Yeah, that that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great name. I think that's his name. <laughs> I, I definitely know his name. It's. I, know, I, I think it is his it's name. Something right? like that, definitely. I'm going to Google this. Turkmen. Uh, Gurban Guli. Birdie Mohammedov. Hmm. Is that what you said first? He does have a massive horse fetish as well. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah. But in like, fairness, like it's, it's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> pretty, pretty buff horses. Yeah, they're pretty cool horses, but he's got like statues of him everywhere. Yeah, he owns like twenty percent. Like it's like forty <laughs> percent of all of one type of horse in the world. Yeah, the Akalteke. That's it. Oof. It is a very nice yeah, horse. Uh, I mean, look, never, how, look how shiny that one is. I have never been attracted to a horse before, but if I was going to, that, that would one, be the that's one. The one, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Wow. God, we went a long way off cowboys, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think what we what started this the divi- the divergence of what the fuck we were riding, talking about before. Yeah, riding horses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you do any jaywalking? Are, there, are you yeah. were you worried about breaking laws which aren't laws in this country? Like we when you were driving, so you rented the car and you drove around. Were you worried about accidentally? Breaking traffic laws, getting tickets, or like, like I said, like jaywalking and things like that. I wasn't worried. No. Do you think about it? No. Loads of people got pulled up. Like whenever you drive, like for miles, there's loads of cop cars pulling people up all the time. But like, I just drove sensibly and didn't really worry about it. I didn't have any drugs on me. I wasn't drinking while I was driving. Like, I, I was perfectly innocent most of the time. But jaywalking, I did do. Mainly because get him. <laughs> yeah. What's the Shit. point? What type? What what type of totalitarian state forces you to wait for the fucking guy to take across the road? I didn't see any craziness with the police over there. They all seemed quite friendly. I actually complimented one officer on his uniform because it was very sharp. It was the guy who worked in the. Uh, in the governmental building, governmental, governmental, governmental building in uh, Austin, he just just looked dead sharp. He had body vest and his fucking gun. I was like, I really think you look smart, mate. You look really put together. And he's like, thanks. He's like, where are you from? It's like England. He's like, you want to hold my gun? <laughs> England, England. Uh, tell me, you English, you eat you eat beans for breakfast. Is that right? I was like, yeah. Yeah, we have beans for breakfast. He's like, gah, can't imagine that. So weird. <laughs> Fucking try it, mate. It's not that hard. It's it's not really, hard. Actually, it goes rather nice with bacon and <laughs> sausage and all the things you Americans like for breakfast. It's just... I always find it strange that Americans are so confused at beans on toast. And they asked what he asked. He was like, and, and black pudding, what's that? <laughs> well, it's, it's dried pig's blood. And he's like, oh, no, <laughs> you, you can get out of here right now, sir. But uh, yeah, other than that, but all the coppers were nice. I think black pudding aside, black pudding, one of those things like it sounds minging when you eat it. You're like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, good. it's great. Blood sausage. Mm. So you went to a lot of hotels. Like, what did breakfast look like in most hotels? Was it always like a buffet kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And it was crap. 
It was just really, yeah. No, like pancakes with like maple syrup and stuff like that. Yeah, they did. They did do that, and they had like make your own waffles basically. So you just put the syrup in the thing. But being heavily diabetic, I oh, had to yeah. of course, yeah. avoid that fun. So they, yeah, they had gravy for breakfast, and I found that was weird. Like yeah, what? Like they call, not like bisto. No, it's like this. It's like white sort, like whitey, yeah, yeah. thick, creamy, like stuff and they uh, and they put it on biscuits which is not biscuits it's bread it's gone in it yeah it's like that's what they call bread or well, whatever it is it was just it was just not that great the fruit was horrible yeah and it's not i can't really talk up the breakfast did you have to be like really careful because you're diabetic and this is american they love sugar uh just as careful as usual because sugar's in fucking everything isn't it so yeah but yeah, I, I I may have been a little more carefree. I think I may have had a dessert once when we went to a restaurant just to show off. We spent so much money in America. Like I couldn't have come back with any any more than we did. I wish we'd have brought more moonshine back because it's nearly gone. If but, you um, if you could choose between the boots or more moonshine, would you go back in time and have more moonshine? Maybe and or I feel get, or bad get saying bottles that. that you can actually put in the in the boots in the suitcase. Yeah, that's that's real estate right there. The the uh, the moonshine company actually did a deal where there was like, well, legally the most you can take home is twenty four bottles, and if you buy twenty four, you also get this free, and it's essentially just a suitcase for them, and it fit all of them in perfectly flight safe and it's like and it's good to go and i was well like a penny case yeah just like <laughs> with a handle and wheels and everything and you could just you could just drag it to wherever you're going and i yeah and i was like you thought we should it. do this right <laughs> you this is crazy you not definitely to you can't do that though you couldn't bring 24 bottles of moonshine back into the uk no that it's sounds just like, like a liter two liters max isn't it uh, it would have gone in the hold, not on the actual plane. Yeah, but it's yeah, still, like still like importing it. Uh, well, maybe maybe, maybe what... we've got a different arrangement with the, with the US. So when I first started uni, it was before Brexit, of course, and um, just used lot... to bring loads of wine with you. Not wine, uh, tobacco, because uh, just backy like pouches were just really ch- tobaccos like and uh, petrol are really cheap in Luxembourg. So you'd bring back loads of petrol with you as well. <laughs> yeah, petrol in one suitcase, the other one. Yeah. No, but like, there's a, I think the limit was like 10 kilos of baki. Of course, I never reached like anywhere near so that. So you selling it? Yeah. I was buying it for like three euros 80 in Luxembourg. And here, like the equivalent would have been like 13 pounds back, back then. So I sold it for like, you know, six pounds, seven pounds. Double your money. People at uni. Yeah, doubling my money. Easy. I, Paid tell- for my flights back home, so it was great. Yeah. Did I tell you when I first moved to Russia in 2009, I didn't know how much fags were going to cost, so I bought two kilos of baki from the airport. Surely you would have Googled it, no? Well, I am from the countryside in South Wales. We didn't really have much internet back then. <laughs> um, and then I got there, and it was 50p a pack. <laughs> And I was like, I, I, I literally had to get my mum to send me out filters in the post because I couldn't, you couldn't get filters anywhere. I ain't smoking like filterless roll-ups. No, no, um, prison rollies. But it was, it was great. Whenever I went around town and I was rolling up bags, all of the old Soviet, like grizzled old men would come up to me and be like, oh, I haven't had a rolled up cigarette in years. And I'm like, make me a cigarette, boy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure they will. Um, 
Yeah. That gets boring after a while though. Yeah, it yeah, does. It, it really it really grates on you. Well, just because it's Can so have cheap to buy them like <laughs> ready made or whatever. Nowhere was selling rolling tobacco or papers. They're so cheap. Yeah, they're so cheap. Like fifty p a pack. Oh, you wouldn't. No, you and you just can and you can it. buy the really cheap ones which haven't got a filter. Like, be able to, be what? Able to, be able that to. exists. Oh, have you not heard this story? No. I'm sure we said this uh, on the Russia episode. I well, told you the story. Oh right, sorry. I was thinking of another one. Go on. So there's a cigarette called. Remember that one? I think it's called Bielamorka or Bielamorf, Mor- Yeah, Bielamorka. It's named after the uh, White Sea Canal which is a canal between Moscow and St. Petersburg, I think. Um, anyway, it's about yay long. What's that? Uh, it's at least like... That's six inches right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Best joke ever. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's uh, you know, normal cigarette size, but it's really thick. It's like maybe the, maybe the thickness of like a Hamlet, a bit thicker than okay. a Hamlet. It hasn't got a filter and what? it's only got about five centimeters of cigarette of like actual tobacco and it's like a cardboard filter and it's it's, it's horrible as you can imagine sounds right um but i was chatting to some guys some club owner in the land of there about these cigarettes um because i'm a fan with him and he was like do you know why they're that size and i was like no he's like ah well back in the soviet times uh yeah so those cigarettes are exactly the same size as an AK-47 shell. Mm. So if they ever needed to switch the factory to make bullets, all the machines would work. No way. Because if you think about it, it's just stuffing tobacco. Exactly. And yeah. then just capping it with a, um, yeah. a shell. And then, so that's what it is. If they ever like, if they had to turn into a war economy. Fucking It's hell. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good a, idea, to be fair. great, yeah. Sounds very unpractical for cigarettes, though, to be yeah. that big. The cigarette side and has that, suffered. And, and they're ming, they are <laughs> minging. They were probably banking on like Third World War there. Like they were like, this is going to happen. We have to do this. Yeah. I still might. Fingers crossed. You know. <laughs> yeah, they, still, they still make the cigarettes. They still hope yet. Um, so, sorry, what, were you gonna, what oh, story did you no, have? From yeah, them? just that they, they, they also sell cigarettes. They like cigarettes. In Russia still? In the US? No, this is. This was on the rally. This could be anywhere, but like unbeknownst to the person who bought, saw them really cheap and thought, "I'm going to buy cigarettes for everyone in oh, my convoy." I know what you've done. Lots and lots and I've lots got... paid, chucked cases to everyone. Like cigarettes are me, guys. Don't worry. And then no tobacco in them. It's just yeah. shells, and it's just. <laughs> I've... You only do. You only make that mistake once. Oh yeah, yeah. I did, but I made it big. <laughs> but case after case of those. Can't remember where I was when I did exactly that. It must have been somewhere like Eastern Europe, and I was like, "Oh my god, like ten pounds for two hundred fags? I must be mad not to." Yeah, yeah. And you open it up, and you're like, "What are all these loose, unfilled cigarettes?" <laughs> we paid off track like massively there. See you next time. Yeah. Tati, bye. See you next week. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Thank you. Cheers. See you next week. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.